designed to make sure that you have the spiritual nourishment that you need during this difficult time of COVID-19 social distancing. Our reading today comes from John chapter 1. We're going to read verses 1 through 5 and then verses 9 through 13. This is what the word of the Lord says. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light, which gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and yet the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. This is the word of the Lord. The idea that we're dealing with today that we want to think about is darkness and light. Have you ever gone down into a cave that was open for tourism? Maybe it's one of the great caves like Luray Caverns in Virginia or Carlsbad Caverns in, Caverns in California or perhaps one of the lesser-known places like Dixie Caverns or Carter's Cave. It doesn't really matter which one you visited, but there's one thing that the folks who give the tour never fail to do. There's always a moment when they turn out the lights. No tour is complete without it. And they always say something like, I'm going to turn out the lights so that you can feel the darkness. And do you know what? When they turn out the lights, you could swear that you do feel the darkness. It's almost as if the darkness has somehow become palpable. It sort of sits on you. It's kind of creepy, and it's kind of fascinating. But it's also unforgettable. Isn't it interesting that the scriptures have a lot to say about darkness, and it's right along those same lines. Darkness in scripture is kind of creepy, and it's kind of fascinating, all at the same time. Now, as you will have noticed in the text that we have before us today, the Apostle John has a lot to say about this matter of darkness and its opposite quality of light. It will help us to know that these two qualities, darkness and light, in Scripture, and especially in the writings of John, stand for two intellectual and moral conditions. Darkness in Scripture symbolizes ignorance of God. People who are in darkness don't know who God is. It isn't that they don't know that God exists. Our Bibles tell us that everyone knows that he's there, and therefore everyone's without excuse. Romans 1, 19 and 20 tell us that. When the Bible says that men and women are in darkness then, what it means is that they don't know who God is. Human beings are born into this world ignorant of God's character, ignorant of his love, his power, and his justice. Light on the other hand, as you may well have guessed, is the knowledge of God. God has revealed himself to man, first through the Bible and ultimately through Jesus Christ, his son. Hebrews 1, 1 through 3 is a wonderful statement of that. If you want to know what God is like, open your Bible and look at Jesus. Colossians 2, verse 9 tells us that in him is the fullness of deity, so God is and Jesus look exactly alike. 
Of course, the problem is that man doesn't want to open his Bible and look. And that's because most men and women don't want to know what God's like. The Apostle John tells us this too in John 3.19. John 3.19 says, and this is the judgment. The light has come into the world and people love darkness rather than light because their works were evil. And that's who we are by nature. And the only way out of our dilemma of darkness is to look intently into the light of the world, Jesus Christ. So because God loves us and doesn't want us to spend eternity in darkness without his light, he sends his messengers out into the world with the good news of the gospel. Now the Bible tells us that there are four reactions to the message of light revealed in the gospel. Matthew 13 verses 18 through 23 tell us that when the message comes to some people, well, they pay no attention to it. They aren't interested in light. The second kind of reaction is that there's a hearer who receives the light, but only for a little while, just temporarily. When the going gets tough, they get going away from the light and they never look back. There's a third kind of listener. The third kind of listener receives the light of God's word, but does nothing with it. These folks buried in the ground, making no use of it at all, but they just keep it around in case that might come in handy on Judgment Day. Well, they're only deceiving themselves about this. A light neglected is quickly choked out by the darkness around them and will be no good at all when time comes to give an account. Finally, there's one more kind of listener. It's those who receive the light and allow the light to transform their lives into the beautiful fruit of Christ-like righteousness And that's going to be the proof positive on Judgment Day that these folks genuinely belong to the family of God. And it all depends on how you listen to the light of God's revelation in His Son, Jesus. So, what kind of listener are you? Are you the kind of listener that craves the light? Do you long to be in the presence of Christ Do you hunger to know more about God, who God is, and what he's like? Do you thirst for quiet times of fellowship and prayer with the Savior? Well, if you do, these are the signs of true spiritual life. If this is not your experience yet, ask the light for more light. He's always glad to come and help us out of the darkness and into his light. Let's pray together. Lord Jesus, you tell us in Scripture that it's your light that helps us to see light, meaning that the secret to knowing you is that we meet you in your word. Give us hearts on fire when we open the pages of our Bible so that we might know you as a true friend and Savior. For we ask it in your precious name. Amen. Well, join us here Monday through Friday for devotions from the BFC pastoral staff and join us Sunday for our online services. Visit our website, bfcsebring.com, for more resources. Follow us on Facebook and at BFC Family for service updates and other helpful articles. Thanks for joining us again today. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe.